Hey everybody, on today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk a lot about recruiting. We might sneak in where some of our guys went in the NBA draft, but uh, frankly, we got a lot more time for that. Recruiting is is so hot and heavy right now, and a lot of news coming left and right. You got Arch Manning committing to Texas. Blake uh, Benson will be committing soon, the top junior college player in the country who's a receiver Alabama desperately needs. I feel like that's going to be good, but Jimmy and, we'll, and I will discuss it. We're also going to talk about Peter Woods and uh, is the Clemson love real from his end. Here we go. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I had to stay up late last night. That stupid draft. Boy, it, they they put that thing, it, it goes late. Yeah, it really does. And um, I heard a lot of people saying that that's the way to do it, but I disagree. First of all, thank you guys for making us your first listen. We appreciate you so much. We're going to talk about some of our wonderful sponsors here in just a minute. But, but we will sneak in some NBA draft where the guys went talk. But I think, Jimmy, everybody right now is just their, their nose is to the grindstone when it comes to recruiting. So let's start there. Malik Benson, the fabulous junior college wide receiver, number one JUCO in the country. Uh, he's going to be committing uh, right in early July, and um, I feel like it's good for Alabama. I think it's July 5th. Is it July 5th? Is that right? It is July 5th for Malik Benson, correct. Is it is it going to be good news, you think, for us? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I think so. It's definitely where I would project it today. As a matter of fact, I might even do one of those RPMs for Alabama. Uh, I, yeah, I do uh, I do think the Malik Benson's very likely to pick Alabama. Um what a player. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, again, I, I've talked about this before. Uh, when I heard Alabama was interested in a Juco wide receiver, I just didn't get it. It just didn't make any sense for me. We've had such good luck out of the portal with receivers. We have 12 wide receivers right now in the wide receiver room, all of them with the eligibility to return next season. And it just didn't make any sense on the surface at all. Like, why would you take a Juco receiver with this situation that Alabama's got right now? And then I uh, watch the tape, and then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, this is why you take a junior college receiver. It's not that Alabama's in the market for a junior college receiver. It's that Alabama's in the market to sign badass wide receivers, <laughs> you know, and here's one. Uh, Malik is, is a really, really good football player, um, and, you know, he checks every box. He's super fast. He runs good routes. He's got good hands. He can be a possession guy. He can be a playmaker guy. There's a little bit of Jamison Williams in him. There's a little bit of Mechie in him. Uh, I tell you, who he sort of really reminds me of is Devontae, and, and, and not because he's the same size or the same speed or anything like that. He reminds me of Devontae because one thing I said about Devontae is he's open. He's open. I would make Twitter jokes all the time like, hey, if you're wondering where Devontae Smith is, he's open. Uh, that's what Benson is. Benson's the same way. I, I, I don't think he can be covered by college football defensive backs. He, he He's too fast. Routes are too precise. He's sharp in and out of his cuts. That blazing speed. Oh, yeah, and you don't have to hit him in the numbers. He'll catch anything. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, shoot, we could use him this year, frankly. Um, but right. I think you're right. I think a lot of people will be a little uh, caught off guard. If you're not a, a astute follower of recruiting, you might think, okay, what is, what is Alabama doing here? Um, but, you know, the other thing is, 
three of the top five wide receivers in the country are already committed to Ohio State. So, I mean, you don't want to just be taking dudes to be taking dudes. I mean, that's not what Alabama does right now. Yeah, Alabama's done that in the past with some Mike Shula time, but they're not doing that right now. And so Malik Benson must be a real thing. And um, I, I'm like you, I'm just the little bit I've seen on him, I mean, he he screams, hey, go ahead and get this guy and let the rough end drag. I mean, if uh, if it doesn't work out, so be it. But it's, he's too good not to take a gamble on, if you ask me, and uh, Juco or no Juco. So I, I'm excited about it. July 5th could be very interesting. And then there's another commitment on July 8th, which may not be as good for the University of Alabama. We're going to talk about that when we come back from this break. I'm going to start off by telling you about betonline.net. That's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball stuff. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and SCOs. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. All right, Jimmy. Um. Yeah. All right. Before we talk about Peter Woods, and we're going to do that. This is not like a we. Luke and Jimmy said they're going to do this, and they don't do it. We're going to talk about Peter Woods for a second. But I do want to say congratulations, J.D. Davison, being selected by the Boston Celtics. I'm happy for him. Um, he was like, I think, the 53rd pick. It's not exactly where he wanted to go. Certainly wasn't where he was projected to go a couple of months ago. Um, he probably could have used another year in school. But I think in the end, it, 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 he was the kind of guy that was like, I'm going to be a one and done, doesn't matter what I do, doesn't matter what happens. And um, so more power to him. I'm pulling for him in the NBA. I'm pulling for Keon Ellis, who signed some sort of deal um, with uh, the Sacramento Kings. And I know that uh, Jaden Shackelford is involved with the Oklahoma City Thunder organization right now. So I, I don't know the specifics of all those. This all just sort of happened because neither one of those guys was drafted. But um, yeah, cool. I wish, you know, if, if I'm Keon, I'm like, uh, Sacramento, huh? Is it too late for me to go back to Alabama or anywhere? <laughs> um, but uh, he signed anyway. a two-way deal. I think I understand these a little bit. A two-way deal, that basically means Keon signed with Sacramento with the understanding that he's going to be assigned to the G League team. Yeah. Uh, you can only have two of these guys. You can only have two guys under contract at once that have a two-way contract. And the two-way means it's partly with the Sacramento Kings, it's partly with their G League team. He will be paid the NBA minimum on a daily basis for each day that he's on the, the big league roster. When he gets promoted, the Sacramento Kings, then per day he gets paid what the NBA minimum uh, at, at a daily rate. But really, the contract is with the G League team uh, meaning that, hey, he's a minor league player that, that, whose rights are owned by the Kings. Uh, Jaden has less of a deal than that. It's called a 10-exhibit uh, deal, and I don't know where they come up with these terms, but it basically means is Shackelford is being paid a minimum amount of money to practice with the Oklahoma City Thunder's G League team, and should they like what they see, they have the right to promote him to the contract that Keon's got, the, the two-way deal. Okay. So that, that's what that means. That's a How lot. about that? Uh, that is a lot. Because people want to hear us talk about Peter Woods, we're going to talk about Peter Woods. Jimmy, um, 
Yep. The, the wringing of hands and angst regarding Peter Woods and Clemson now is becoming very, very real. People are very concerned oh, yeah. about this. It is all over the message boards. Um, you and I know people. They are somewhat concerned. Uh, it's, it's just concerning. And uh, Peter Woods may very well commit to Clemson on July 8th. Yeah. And be ready, folks, because that might happen. Now, sprinkled in to this pile of uh, feces that we're throwing at your way, and we're trying to clean ourselves up here. Um, <laughs> By throwing feces everywhere. <laughs> first time the word feces has been used on this podcast. It's the first Good time for us. Um, Good for us. Tony Mitchell apparently is giving Alabama another look. He's come out with his top four. His top four is A&M, Bama, Georgia, and Auburn. You would have to think Auburn is sort of a throwaway school in there. I mean, a, no offense to Auburn, but he's not going to Auburn. Um, I, don't I, so. I don't think he's going to go to Georgia. I do I still think, think so. he's going to A&M right now, but I think Alabama is, you know, number two for the bullet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, second place uh... – you know, there's no points for second place on signing day, but there's a lot of points for second place prior to signing day because that means you're getting a legitimate consideration and a legitimate look. And I am more optimistic as with Tony Mitchell as I have been in a while. Uh, that doesn't mean today I would project he's signing with Alabama, but it does mean that there's a better chance of that today than there was like, let's say, a month ago. Uh, well, talk about Peter Woods. That's what he wants to ask about. Well... Uh, I think there's a very, very good chance Peter Woods may commit to Clemson. I think there's a good chance he may sign with Clemson. And if so, uh, is that the end of the world uh, for Alabama? Not even, no, that's just silly. Uh, you know, t multiple things can be true. The, the, the world's not a black and white place. It's, it's, there's a lot of gray here. Uh, it would not be good for Alabama for Peter Woods to sign somewhere else just because he's a five-star defensive lineman that grew up an Alabama fan an hour from campus. It, it's not good. It's, it's, I'm not ignoring that, that it's bad. Of course it's bad. Of course we wouldn't be happy with it. Of course Coach Saban won't be happy with that outcome. Of course Alabama football is dinged a little bit because to make up for the loss of Peter Woods, you basically have to go find another Peter Woods in another state, and that's hard to do. It's hard to to go get a kid from Texas or Georgia or Florida that's as good as that guy. So, yeah, it's a blow. Now, the 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 tantrums I've seen online, the the negative the negativity is just mind blowing. Uh, Alabama has won uh, what is it about up to eighty four national championships now, uh, all of which have been won without eighty three. Thank you all of which have been won without Peter Woods on the football team. I'm going to go ahead and predict uh, Alabama could win a national championship this season. Guess what? Peter Woods won't be on the football team. Uh, it, it, Alabama will survive this, this calamity uh, just fine. Uh, look, you know, what would be the reasons? You know, like I, I've said, NIL, uh, I, I think NIL could be a factor here. Uh, I've said this is going to be the strangest recruiting year ever. I was right. I, I mostly refer to NIL when I'm talking about that, but hey, this is a little strange too. I, I think, uh, you know, Peter's a real religious kid. Uh, he's devout. Uh, his father is a pastor. Uh, and Dabo, uh, love him, like him, or dislike him. Uh, Dabo's uh, Christian faith is genuine. Uh, Dabo is devout himself. And I think at that level, there is some sort of connection here. 
and they've hit it off, I guess is the best way to put it. And, and hey, you know, I help kids with the recruiting process, not, not kids uh, often at Peter's level, but I'm just saying, you know, that mo- most kids view this very maturely and, uh, and they have a right to make their own choices without adults that they don't know criticizing those choices. Uh, Peter's not choosing to do drugs. He's choosing to go to college at a fine school and an outstanding football program. I think we ought to let him be, you know, uh, Alabama will be just fine. Now that said, am I telling you guys, Peter Woods is going close. I'm not saying that. I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Peter to commit to Alabama. And should he commit to Clemson, there'll be a lot of pressure on Peter to flip Alabama. So I don't think this will be over until December uh, either way. Uh, but but right now, this second, uh, yeah, I would say Peter to Clemson is most likely. Yeesh. Okay. Um, thanks for the uh, good news, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> yeah. okay. Let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's not impossible for your local chain store to stock all the parts you need. They just can't do it. They aren't equipped. They're ready. Why endure the offer of pointless or seemingly intimidating courses like your Honda Odyssey and LA30X or a DX or a DMX or like, you know what? And why wait for the person behind the counter orders the parts on the counter on the computer? Just blah, blah, blah. You don't know that either. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, which is probably some crappy brand. You have computers with access to rockcolor.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts when you can go to Rock Auto and save that kind of cash at a time we all need the cash. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How'd you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. All right, uh, lastly, let's talk a little bit about Arch Manning. Just, I mean, this will be quick. You've already done a quick hitter about this, but I wanted to throw in that, you know, the long national nightmare that was that Arch Manning recruitment is finally over. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. Um, and, and you know what? I'm pulling for him. I like him. I like his family. You know, there may be some Alabama fans that don't like Peyton because, man, whatever. Okay, he led the band. Let's, let's let that go. Um, I, I like demanding the first family of college football there's no denying so uh i'm pulling for him I like him i think it's cool that uh, he will at least play sec some assuming he doesn't transfer I'm assuming texas can get you know their own network that's even worse than this current network they got. Um, and they will still be in the sec um so i i mean look i, th- I think it's good i'm going to the whole team uh, we're, we're fine with this now the, the one question i have alabama's still going to take another quarterback right well, I think they would like to, and I think that's a real interesting question. Maybe the most interesting one of the class right now is I think Alabama would like to sign a second quarterback. There's two op- or, or even three options here. Uh, number one is go get a dude. You know, they tried to sign Arch Manning as a second quarterback. They are trying, as we speak, to sign Dylan Lonergan as a second quarterback. He's a big-time guy. Pretty sure he's going to end up at South Carolina, maybe Florida. Uh, but he he's he's good. He, he would be a, a really good second quarterback. I think it's unlikely you can sign a dude to go along with Eli Holstein. I think more likely Alabama's going to have to sign a sleeper uh, if they want a second quarterback. Uh, hey, sometimes that sleeper's Mac Jones, and uh, most of the time that sleeper's Parker McLeod. 
people listening to this show might know who Parker McLeod is. I know you all know who Mike Jones is, but they were all second. They were both second quarterbacks brought in at a time Alabama felt they needed to sign two. I think a sleeper is the most likely thing. Uh, and I don't really have a name for you. Uh, it's too early to know that. I can I can ask around and, and see what lesser-known quarterbacks sort of uh, impress them uh, throughout the summer camp season. Uh, third, there's the portal. As we know, there's the portal. Uh, you can't sign a kid right now that would be eligible for this fall, but you can obviously sign a kid now or after this season that would be eligible in 2023 along with the 23 recruiting class. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to know, are they going to go sleeper? Are they going to go portal? Or are they just going to leave it alone? Um, I don't know. I think it's one of the more interesting things that they clearly wanted a second quarterback. But did they only want a second quarterback if he was a dude? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, boy, getting a second quarterback that you know is just an insurance policy is kind of like going after Juco wide receiver, right? I mean, we talked about Malik Gibson earlier. It's um, – it's a necessity if there's if they're that good. If you, it's more a necessity than anything. Now Malik Benson is a different story because I think he's kind of a freak. I think he's great. I think he yeah. could be a five star type guy. I really do. Um, but I'm saying a lot of people are going to look at that. Why are we taking a Juco wide receiver? And I think a lot of people say, Why are we getting another quarterback who we know is not as good as the other quarterback we have? Well, that's, you need four. You got to be ready. I mean, shoot, I, all I have to do is go back to 2004 when we played. Auburn in the Iron Bowl, and we played our tails off. But we played it with – we had six people on the field at one given time because of so many injuries. Six people. We played that game against six people, and it only snowed on our sideline. It was awful. Um, and I don't want to go do that again. I want to be prepared. So, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for uh, subscribing. Thank you guys for watching. Y'all are the best. We appreciate y'all so much, more than you'll ever know. But um, anyway – Jimmy, have a great weekend, buddy. I'll get back with you Sunday, and then we'll put a podcast out. Um, you know, let's, let's keep doing this podcast thing. I think we've done almost eight, 700 episodes now. Oh, of this yeah. podcast. That doesn't even of include lockdown. the Talking Tuscaloosa podcast we did, which was probably close to 500. I bet we've done 1,200 podcasts. Wow. That is unbelievable. Man, we have a lot, we have a lot of nothing to say. We have, a, <laughs> we have very little money to show for this. Yeah, we're still we're still poor. <laughs> we're making about a dollar a pod. That's no better. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right, everybody. Uh, y'all have a great weekend and stay cool. Roll time, everybody. Roll time.